Action. Welcome to Understanding True Love. And this is an amazing podcast targeting teenagers, young adults, and parents to these two amazing categories of young people. And I'm so excited that it has come a long way since 2022. And now it's end of 2023. And I'm so excited about what God has been able to take me through and different people have been able to host different people who have been able to listen to this podcast but you know what we had a great time last week talking about pitfall number five and that is marrying to escape the problems of being single and susan did an amazing job she shared her heart and what god had placed in her heart and today i'm so excited to have susan still with me and she's going to be able to share pitfall number six and that is marrying with the expectation of changing the other person you know what get yourself prepared as we delve in come Episode pitfall number six, marrying with the expectation of changing the other person. You see, marrying someone with the expectation of changing him or her is like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. And it's it's something that most young people try to do, young adults try to do, thinking they can change people. And you know what? I, I would like to invite Susan. Susan, you're most welcome. Thank you, Morris. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. You're welcome. So if you are thinking of changing another person, then you are deceiving yourself because it's not Mm -hmm. possible. The only person you can change is yourself. If you try and change another person because you don't like who they are and you want them to be different, a few things can happen. The first one is very simple. You won't be able to change them. It is impossible to change another person. Only Mm. God can change people. And further to that, God has given each person a free will, meaning they need to choose for themselves if they will allow God to change them or not. The second thing that will happen if you try to change another person is you will exhaust yourself. You'll end up tired from wasting time, energy, and effort on what cannot be done. The longer you try, the more exhausted you will end up. You are not designed to change people. God is the one who creates and molds people into who they are to be. Wow, I like that. The truth is we can't play God. We can't be God. God is God and he's the only person who can change people. And bring it back to this context. The truth is there are some moments I thought I got so exhausted thinking I could change actually people. It was so crazy and crazy. And I know for teenagers who are listening to this, sometimes you could have put yourself in that place where you think, okay, you know what? I like this individual. They are so nice to me, but then I don't like these things they stand for. I don't like the habits they have. I don't like this. And then you start telling yourself, I think when I start dating them, I'm going to change them. Or you're a young adult listening to this and you're thinking, oh, perhaps I think if I get into this relationship and say yes to this guy, or as a guy, you're like, I will ask this girl out. 
you think you'll be able to change them the truth is you can't you get exhausted because you're throwing your um expectation right there at them and thinking that it's going to turn out for your good because the truth is you can't change anyone it's god who can change because he has the power to he had the power and he still has it to create mold and make people to the past uh, to the person they have to be wow so true morris so yeah after you end up exhausted from trying to change someone you will likely resent the person you are trying to change you will feel like it is the other person's fault since they did not become who you wanted them to be but it is actually you who failed to recognize who they are and accept them for who they are and as well as that it is likely the person will resent you too they will recognize you have been trying to change them and they will know deep down that you do not accept them the person will feel undervalued by you so resentment will build both people will grow bitter and annoyed at each other <laughs> i this is so crazy I actually had to just lament there in an african way and you see it's as risky as it is the truth is many girls are still willing to gamble on their future happiness by marrying a fellow in a hope of changing him and a girl may argue with herself i know he drinks too much and chases other girls but i think he will change after we are married those are just wishful thinking and and as you just uh, clearly talked about re, um people will get to resent each other it takes me back to when i was a teenager at high school and in my high school high school would uh, would be asked to sit um a male and a female on the same uh furniture piece of furniture and somehow within time somehow i caught feelings she caught feelings for me as well and and she was of a different faith she was not uh christian as i was and in my mind i'm like oh i um, this would be so good if uh, maybe somewhere in future we get married because she was pretty i was like maybe we get married and then i will change her to be the person i want her to be and i realized as a teenager at that point i was actually lying to myself because truth is i would actually be changed and it, it brought this idea um in 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 africa this is what happens uh we always have um it is kind of like a sosh or uh, a party but then in africa or in african schools it's a bit different so this friend of mine tells me you know what i am going to go inside the dance hall with my bible and i'm going to i'm going to preach to to the people who are dancing to secular music and when he walked in he thought that he would um do what he had gone to do but at the end of the day he ended up dancing to the secular music he came out sweating and i'm like what happened he's like man i went in there thinking that um i'm going to change people tell them that you can't do this you can't do that but somehow somehow one of the the girls held me and danced with me and i felt it was so nice so i'm like probably as a teenager growing up those 
those those are things you get to face uh, when it comes especially to this area of uh, relationship. You might think, you know what, you know this individual too much that when you get married one day, you will get to change them. It's not really true. It's not really, really true. Mm. Actually, as you were talking, Morris, it made me think yeah. of this quote. And the quote is, old habits die hard. Meaning, if someone has had a habit for a long time, then yeah. it will be very hard to get rid of that habit. So, true. as we said on the podcast last week, who the person is now is who they will be when they get married. True. Yeah. Anyway, back to this week. Uh, when you try to change someone else, you actually dishonor God. So everyone is made in the image of God. If you try and manipulate someone into your idea of who they, you think they should be, then you are failing to see who God made them to be. They are God's child. They are not, sorry, we are not to act like the head of the family and play God. We sure. are responsible for other people's transformation. That is God's work. And you know what, Morris? God is the best mm-hmm. at his job. <laughs> wow, he is. Yeah. So finally, if you are trying to change someone, with a plan to marry them, then you may be preparing to marry the wrong person for you. And if this is the case, then you are spending time with the wrong person, which might be preventing you from spending time getting ready for your right person and being open to that right person for you. Also, you would be keeping the other person from meeting their right person. Often, one door needs to close before another door can open. True. So, rather than trying to change someone, it is better to sit back and consider who the person is. The less you try and change someone, the more you will see who they are. Observe them from a place where you are grounded in who God says you are. Then you will see clearly who they are. This happens best from a posture of peace, when you are not fretting about wanting to get married, but when you are content as a single. I would like to ask you to say the statement again. Okay. This happens best from a posture of peace, when you are not fretting about wanting to get married, but you are content as a single. As a single, wow. Yeah. So it is about letting God reveal who they are and if they are a good match for you to marry. In this way, you can be wise. And if they are not who you are looking for in a spouse, then kindly don't pursue anything further than a distant friendship with them. Hmm. Wow, 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 this is so full of wisdom. And you know what, I just like to to add something small to what you just said, that you you do not change a person's basic nature by marrying him or her. If they are problems before marriage, 
they will likely be much worse after marriage. That is so true, Morris. Yeah. So be wise as you consider who to marry and who is best suited to you. Did you know, Morris, the second most important decision anyone can ever make in their life is who to marry? All right, that's great. I like it. (laughs) So the first most important decision anyone can make is to follow Jesus Christ. All right. And the second most important decision anyone can ever make in life is who to marry. This decision is so important because it influences your entire life into your future and your your children's lives for generations to come. And I think it actually just doesn't stop there. It gets to influence lots of things, your social, your mental, your economical, like it just influences everything. Because it's a very, very important decision. Though the world right now doesn't care about it, doesn't see it that way, I think it's very important that even parents who are listening to this, they really take it seriously because it is about life and death. Mm, Absolutely. I encourage you to ask God what to look for in a spouse and he will show you It's good to recognize the key qualities you are looking for. Then you can keep for someone with those qualities. Now, no human is perfect. So it's not about looking for a perfect person. It is Mm. about knowing the key qualities to look for. Then, with God's help, you can find someone to marry with those qualities. And God wants to be part of this process with you. So don't leave him out of it. Wow. 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 God wants to be part of this process. And and it's very it's very interesting that um many young people leave out. I think I would just actually take it this way. Uh pushing it, playing it back to 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 even talking about dating because young people always keep asking themselves so what does dating mean like when am i ready to date like am i weak if i'm not dating do i am i normal if i'm not dating and and some of those questions get to come up and do you realize that most times when teenagers are dating many of them would rather not tell or consult an adult for counsel wow Yes, they don't. Now imagine this is the same mindset a teenager gets to have. Now when they get to grow up and become adults who are of sound mind and they're ready to make their own choices, they also don't get to consult God concerning this very important decision of their lives. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So in the meantime, while you wait to be ready for marriage and wait for a godly spouse, we have to focus on what we can change. And this is ourselves. With God's help, we can change and develop our character. Mm. So as young people, you can choose to grow into individuals that are fruitful in God's kingdom. You can get Amen. involved in a church community, 
join the youth or young adults group, make friends with godly people, and you can ask an older person of the same gender who you respect to mentor you. I actually have a question, Susan. Yes, Mark. Now, when when you talk to yeah, when you say ask an adult an older person of the same gender, probably a teenager in their mind could be thinking, what's wrong with the opposite gender, not the same gender? Sure. So it's important to choose a mentor of the same gender because boys learn how to grow into men from being around a man. And yeah. girls learn how to become a lady by being around ladies. Mm. Also, it is actually safer to choose someone of the same gender. Even though this person is older than you, and even if they are a Christian, which they should be, they can still fall into sin and they might start grooming you. So it is safest to choose a mentor of the same gender. Now, if you want to, if you want someone of the opposite sex to mentor you, the only way to do it is to get them with their wife or their husband and they can mentor you both together. So there's still someone of the same gender there with you. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that was so clear. You're welcome. So if you have any trauma or wounds from childhood, these can be worked through with a counsellor or with your trusted mentor. Above all, give your heart to God and allow him to heal you and make you whole. As our hearts are transformed by God, the people around us will be positively influenced by God's spirit in our lives. Now we all have people around us, every one of us. So I encourage each one of you listening to start seeing people through God's eyes. Did you know when God looks at each person, he loves them? And that is how God instructs us to treat people with love. Therefore, as you grow and develop yourself, be intentional about learning to love the people around you with God's heart. Let's accept people for who they are. And as we do this, we will start to appreciate and celebrate them. Everyone deserves to be celebrated. Each That's person, very true. Yeah, each person is unique and diversity is beautiful. And remember, every one of us is made in the image of God. Yeah, every one of us is made in the image of God. And that is so true, very, very true. And I just wanted to drop this in there uh, and just to, to let a young person or a teenager listening to this, um, that it is very, very important for you to understand this. Do not expect to change someone after marriage. What you see is what you get. So, so interestingly, that is, is what you see is what you get. So you know what, um, I'm really, really excited that you've been able to share great things, Susan. And those ones who have been able to listen, I am so happy that you've been able to listen. Please find time, share the link, let someone listen to this. It's important. It will build and nurture a soul. Oh, Susan, do you have any final encouragement for the teenagers listening to this podcast? Yes, I do, Morris. 
So I want to say to anybody listening, let's allow people to be themselves. Believe the best in every person you meet. Choose to speak life into people. Call out the potential in those around you. Encourage people to be who God created them to be. It's about loving people as they are and wanting the very best for them. Wow. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. I really appreciate um, you for your time and your words of wisdom. And and I know it's going to touch souls and lives of young people across the globe. Thank you so much, Morris. I really appreciate this opportunity. You're welcome. And you know what? To those who have been able to tune to this podcast, I want to say thank you so much for always tuning in for my friends from different parts of the the earth at different places the middle east i'm so grateful pious thank you so much for always tuning in and listening i'm so grateful he always keeps giving me feedback and to every other person i am so grateful thank you so much and have a wonderful week bye bye goodbye <laughs>